Shalom. I am Rabbi Michael Pont, and this is For the Love of Judaism. This is the second episode of our second season. First, I want to wish everyone listening a Shana Tova Umituka, a good and sweet new year, the year 5783 on the Jewish calendar. On the first night of Rosh Hashanah, I gave a sermonette, a short sermon, which we will hear in a moment, comparing the game Wordle, which I love, to Teshuvah, the Hebrew term for self-improvement. Now, in this sermon, I used 16 by 20-inch boards to display the letters to the audience. I want to thank my wife, Natalie, for making the boards. You'll hear how to play Wordle and which words I guessed for this Jewish High Holy Days-themed game. Now, just to give you a little help, a little start, the first word of this wordle is bless, B-L-E-S-S. And you'll see, you'll hear in the sermon that of those five letters, four of them, B-L-S-S, are not in the final word at all. And the letter E is in the final word, but it is in the wrong place. So it needs to be elsewhere. So if you know how to play Wordle, I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, If you don't, you might want to pause this podcast and quickly look up the rules. I do explain in the sermon, but you you might want to just make sure that you understand. Good luck and enjoy. Again, everyone, Shana Tova, Mitzuka. Happy to offer you some words of greeting to begin the year, to begin our time together for these, these holy days. I I admit that I'm a little late to the party, but in May, I started playing Wordle. (laughs) Now, in case you don't know what Wordle is, in Wordle, you have six chances to guess the five-letter word of the day. For every try, you're given feedback about the letters you entered. You might enter a letter that's not in the word at all, or it's in the word, but it's in the wrong order, or you nailed it, you got the right letter in the right place. Now, the creator of Wordle is named Josh Wordle, and he knew that his partner loves word games, and so he created one just for the two of them, and that's how Wordle was born. What a great gift. Now, not only do I enjoy playing Wordle, I play almost every day, but some of Wordle's lessons apply to the holiday season. Namely, we aim to be better by adjusting our behaviors, improving our relationships, or probably both. In Hebrew, this process is called teshuvah, literally returning to God. And the strategies for Wordle and the strategies for Teshuvah are very similar. In Wordle, you have to begin somewhere. You have to start by selecting some five-letter word. And it's wise to do so strategically. And the same is true with Teshuvah. For example, if you want to get more sleep, if that is one of your goals for the new year, 
Start modestly. Start by going to bed 15 minutes earlier than you have been, because that's a manageable goal. Or if you want to reconnect with a friend, just start with a hello text. Just something easy to ease yourself into that reconnection. A gradual approach is more likely to yield positive results. And so tonight, we're going to play a Jewish-themed Wordle game together. So I asked five volunteers to come up. The five of you, please come up right now. I'm going to give you cards that you're going to hold up for everyone to see so we can all play Wordle together. We need a minute to huddle up just to get organized. Okay, so let's play Wordle. Now, um, the first word, I mean, I'm, I'm rigging this, right? Because I know the words. The first word, it's a Jewish-themed Wordle. So the first word that I chose in this little, for this little sermonette is the word bless. So let's see how, yeah, turn, you can turn it around like that's fine, that's fine. Flip it over. So the word bless, now the way Wordle works is if the letter is in black, that means it's not in the word at all. And if it's yellow or gold, it's in the word, but it's out of order. So you can see that so far, we only know that the word we're trying to guess for this Jewish-themed Wordle has an E somewhere in the word. Don't flip any more cards yet. Don't flip any more cards yet. Every time you try, when you play Wordle, Wordle encourages you. Like, this is a little encouragement. We know that we've got one letter, and it's somewhere in the puzzle. We have an E, but it's in the wrong place. And the same is true with Teshuvah. When you try, you feel better. You've made an effort. You've taken a step in the right direction, the work that we're supposed to do on these holy days. Now, sometimes my wife Natalie and I work together on the puzzle. And by the way, I have to give huge props, a huge thank you to Natalie Pont, who's watching right now, because she created these cards all by herself, basically. Natalie Pont, incredible. So sometimes Natalie and I work on the puzzle together. It's teamwork, and that's okay. And also, if you know if you play Wordle, you can share your results. There's a Wordle community that you can say, hey, I got it in three guesses or four guesses. It's very exciting. So similarly, when it comes to teshuvah, to, to, to trying to be better, to trying to improve ourselves, you don't have to go it alone. You can work with other people. You can commiserate over challenging conversations that we need to have in order to reconnect. You can ask for advice. You can talk about lofty goals that you're trying to set for the new year. And the same is true with being Jewish generally. I mean, we're not, as Jews, we're all about community. We never do anything alone. Even on these holy days, we stand together and we pray to God for personal self-improvement, but also for communal improvement. We stand together on Yom Kippur and we confess our sins. So whether it's a game or whether it's life, you're not alone. Okay, so we need a word that has an E in it, but the E is in a different spot. Now, many of us just had dinner. Uh, you're probably full. So the second word, let's reveal it. So the second word that I chose for our wordle is eaten, because a lot of us are probably full from eating. Okay, so now, now how did we do? 
we have the second E in Eaton, it's in the right position, it's a green, it's all good. And we know that there's an N somewhere in the puzzle as well. We're getting closer to figure out what this holiday word is. Now, when I play Wordle, once I have two or three of the letters, whether they're in the right place or not, then I really go to work. I start to go through all of the available combinations. And you know if you play Wordle on your phone, the game helps you because it blacks out the letters that you can't use because they're not in there, and it shows you what's gold and what's green. I like go through every possible combination. I think, all right, could a, could a D go here? No, it doesn't. There's no... I just go through everything in my mind to try to think, what could the word possibly be? How could I get closer? It's thorough work to go through all of these letter combinations, but I do it because I know that if I keep working at it, I will get the word if I don't give up. And the same is true of teshuvah. It's hard work to improve yourself. It's hard work to reconnect with people who maybe there was a rift in your relationship. It's work, but it's work that's so important for us to do on these holy days. When it comes to self-repair and mending relationships, it's this kind of work re requires discipline. You gotta keep at it, and the same is true with Wordle. All right, so now we need a new word. So it's a new year, it's a time of renewal, so let's reveal the third word. Yeah. That's right, renew, renew. And now we're really getting closer. We know that uh, there's no R and E, but the N, E are both green. So we know that this five-letter word is something, something, N, E, something. I don't know what it is. But with Wordle, the more I play, the better I get at it. And the same is true about the holiday season. You don't have to wait until Rosh Hashanah to practice being a better person. You can do Teshuvah all the time to try and make yourself the human being that God intended you to be. Now, there are times when I just can't get the word. I like, I'm, you know, banging my head against the wall. I just don't know what the word is. And that's okay. If you can't get the word, that's okay because there's a new Wordle tomorrow. Wordle's a daily game because there's always another chance, and the same is true with Teshuvah. When you're trying to improve yourself, there's always other opportunities. There are also times when I just take a break. I just say, okay, I just can't. I don't know what this is. I need a break. I stop playing. I go do something else, and I come back and look at it, and something occurs to me that didn't before, and then I make a breakthrough. And we can also get stuck spiritually uh, when we're trying to do the work of Teshuvah. If that happens, you can just take a deep breath, pause, maybe take a break, come back to the issue um, the next day. In Wordle, wrong guesses are a part of the game. But each mistake brings you closer to the correct answer. And so too, the same is, the same is true in life. In life, we make mistakes. But if we learn from them, if we learn from those mistakes, then we get better. We improve. Wordle is just like life. In interpersonal relations, we learn by apologizing and committing to repair the damage we might have caused, to not repeat the same errors. These actions bring us closer to the goal, to becoming better people, and to making the Wordle a better place. 
Thank you. I, yeah, you got that. You see what I did there. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to, our volunteers are not going to show the, the final letters. Can anyone guess what is the Wordle word? Jewish-themed word. That's correct. Show it. Show it. Show the final tiles. It is honey. <laughs> Marilyn Eisenberg. I got nothing for you, but you win, Marilyn. Good job. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't played Wordle, give it a try. It's really terrific. And it is, I think it is a metaphor for the lives we're trying to live. Everybody, Shana Tava. Let's thank our volunteers. Thank you. Shana Tova. Well, I hope that you enjoyed playing Wordle. Uh, did you get the final word? Uh, did you get it? Did you get that it was honey, H-O-N-E-Y, like that woman Marilyn got it. She was very excited. Uh, honey for a sweet new year. Now, this Tuesday night and Wednesday, of course, is Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And the Torah describes this day, the 10th day of the Hebrew month Tishrei. It says that the Jews are supposed to afflict their souls. In Hebrew, initem et nafshotechem. And the rabbis of our tradition have understood this to mean that we should fast, we should not eat for what actually turns out to be a 25-hour period. No food, no drink. It's also a custom to not wear leather shoes because leather shoes were considered to be a display of wealth and opulence. And Yom Kippur is a day of humility and that was considered inappropriate. You also, you also should not have sexual relations. Uh, you should not anoint yourself, which I take to mean to don't take a shower, uh, don't put on deodorant. Um, those are some of the customs that, uh, according to our tradition, uh, we follow. I would say that they have the force of mitzvot, commandments, because they come right from the interpretation of you shall afflict your souls. I realize that many people do not like to fast, but in Judaism, Yom Kippur is actually a day of joy and serenity because we know that God will forgive us for our sins, the ones that are between us and God. That means that if we made a commitment to God, like that we would, you know, lose 30 pounds over the course of the year, maybe we only lost a few, or maybe we didn't lose any at all. That's like a commitment between us and God. Um, God will forgive us for that commitment that we didn't, we fell short. Or maybe if we made a commitment to be more Jewish, to go to synagogue more, and we didn't do as much as we liked, God will forgive us for those shortcomings. However, if we made a mistake and it impacted another person or people, we are obligated to go to those individuals and ask for their forgiveness. That's what this time of year is all about. It's striking that throughout Yom Kippur, the prayers that we say, we stand together. Often we enumerate a litany of sins, but we do it as one community. And it's interesting to notice in these litanies of sins, uh, they don't include ritual mistakes. It's not about you know, maybe you didn't keep kosher. It's not about maybe you didn't observe Shabbat and holidays. That's not what the sins we ask for forgiveness from God are about. Uh, a lot of them deal with gossip. 
uh, overindulgence in food and drink, greed, abuse. In other words, everyday sins that all people throughout the world struggle with. And second, it doesn't matter whether or not I individually committed those sins that for which I'm asking for forgiveness. Because in asking for forgiveness, I am supporting those in the community with whom I'm standing on Yom Kippur. I'm supporting those who did commit those sins. I am offering them support and saying, I am with you as you stand before God and ask for forgiveness. And I think that that is so beautiful because it compels me to look beyond myself to my neighbor with compassion. Millions of Jews worldwide look forward to Yizkor and Yom Kippur, the prayer during which we recall loved ones who passed away. We consider how much our loved ones taught us. We may shed tears during the Yizkor service, and we may even think of good times. We may even laugh a little bit. And on this, one of my colleagues, Rabbi Harold Schulweis, wrote the following poem called Backwards and Forwards. He wrote, Yizkor, looking backward, we recall our ancestry. Looking forward, we confront our destiny. Looking backward, we reflect on our origins. Looking forward, we choose our path. Remembering that we are a tree of life, not letting go, holding on, and holding to, we walk into an unknown, beckoning future with our past beside us. That last line, with our past beside us, I just love that. Because whoever passed away who is important to you, they're still with you. As long as you remember them, you keep them alive in your heart and your spirit, they are walking with you in whatever you're going to face in life, be it joy or sorrow. Your loved ones are there when we remember them. In fact, the word yizkor comes from the root to remember in Hebrew. Now, here's a fun fact. Yizkor, according to Jewish tradition, we actually say it four times a year on four different holidays. We say it on Yom Kippur, uh, at the very end of Sukkot, the day after called Shemini Atzeret. We say it on Passover, and finally we say it on Shavuot. We say it on those biblical-based holidays. So there's ample opportunity to remember loved ones and to honor their memories. I want to end with one more poem that I think is so moving. It was written by Zelda, who was an Israeli poet, and it's called Each of Us Has a Name. And in this poem, Zelda encourages us to think about all of the people and all of the situations that impact us and influence who we are at this very moment. Each of us has a name given by the source of life and given by our parents. Each of us has a name given by our stature and our smile and given by what we wear. Each of us has a name given by the mountains and given by our walls. Each of us has a name given by the stars and given by our neighbors. Each of us has a name given by our sins and given by our longing. 
Each of us has a name given by our enemies and given by our love. Each of us has a name given by our celebrations and given by our work. Each of us has a name given by the seasons and given by our blindness. And finally, each of us has a name given by the sea and given by our death. Again, that is from the poet Zelda. Both of those readings I took from Machzor Lev Shalem, the High Holiday prayer book uh, that's used in conservative Masorti synagogues around the world. It's the one that we use at the Marlboro Jewish Center. It is really a wonderful, wonderful volume. Well, that's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed playing Wordle. Uh, I invite you to get ready for Yom Kippur in the proper spirit. Think about ways that you can be a better person in the new Jewish year, 5783. Everybody, thanks for listening and peace out. Peace out.